I'm AJ Bianco, host of Reflect Ed, a part of the Education Podcast Network, just like the show you're listening to now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other interesting education podcasts at edupodcastnetwork.com. Welcome to Fresh Air at 5, the podcast. I'm your host, Brian Carpenter. Fresh Air at 5 is my regular attempt to exercise by walking about my neighborhood to take in podcast content, then reflect in an unedited video, which I finally post to my Twitter channel. This podcast will be a regular collection of the audio from these selfie videos. You can follow me on Twitter at Fresh Air at 5 or check out my website, BrianCarpenter.com, for other content I have created and collected. Hey, PLN, it is September. 6 2021 and this is the last day of summer vacation for teachers here in bc and uh tomorrow we're all back to work and so today taking time with my family and friends to get out and into the woods and we are nearby where we live at a trail that i've never been to before and it is absolutely spectacular beautiful place getting some fresh air haven't listened to a podcast today but i May later this afternoon, but uh, for sure tomorrow morning we'll be back to regular programming for Fresh Air at 5. All right, enjoy your day. Have a fantastic end of your weekend. And I'm not sure in the States if you guys have a long weekend this weekend, but uh, here in Canada we do. So that's it. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay, bye. Hey, PLN, Tuesday, September 7th, 2021, early in the morning out for Fresh Air at 5. I just listened to one of my favorites, the Good News, Brad News podcast with Brad Hughes out of Waterloo, Ontario. And this morning as I'm walking, I listened to a beautiful episode as Brad Hughes brought us the Roots of Empathy program, which is a social-emotional literacy program that stems out of a baby coming into a classroom with a mom and kids watching and observing and engaging with that mom and baby over the course of a year and up until they're even in grade eight um, about how that child develops and how the mom engages with the child and learning about feelings and a crying baby is not a bad baby. A crying baby is a baby that has a problem. And we know these things. Moms and dads, we know this stuff, right? But how do we sp uh, spread this information and share this with our students? And the Roots of Empathy program is one way that this can happen. And Brad, thanks so much for having Mary Wright, Jen Veach, and Jenny Smith on your podcast if you can pass this message along to them that'd be fabulous so that they can know that it's it's landed here at abbotsford and uh, i'm going to pass this along to our helping teachers in the district so that they can be aware 
of this program. All right, yes. So, makes a difference, you know, understanding and seeing little ones and watching them grow. It's amazing how my education practice, even as a high school teacher, changed when I had my own children and I watched them grow and it's affected uh, my practice in school on a regular basis as I see my own kids develop things that they need that takes me to my class and makes a difference in my class. All right, Brad, great to see you again. Well, I mean, just hear you, but you're there and we're back connected together. Happy day, bye. One more thing for September 7th, 2021. Today's my first day back to school uh, this year, so I'm excited about that and got lots to do and prep for teaching face-to-face -face next week as I'm in a small school where we have classes only two days a week for our students and the other time I'm online teaching there. Okay, so as uh, one more thing this morning as I listen to uh, the next podcast, it's a new podcast for me that's been there in my queue uh, for a little bit and it's by Josh Stamper. It's the Aspire Leadership Podcast and thank you Josh for your work and uh, you may have seen my name around and I've been, I used to listen to Teach Better Talk faithfully, haven't done so much recently unfortunately but uh, this morning I caught your podcast, the Aspire Leaders Podcast and uh, the title of it was Unlocking the Talent in Every Leader uh, featuring jo uh, Danny Bauer. And so I really appreciated the conversation that I heard about leadership and development and professional development and about getting something more than what's being provided and how do you take care of yourself and not being overlooked uh, in your own space, uh, your own district where you're working. And uh, Danny, thank you for sharing and being authentic with us. It was uh, sounded like a very uh, smooth and just natural conversation because you weren't being pretentious you were being honest and uh, you as well Josh as you guys talked I'm looking forward to actually I'm gonna go check out uh, the book mastermind uh, by Danny Bauer that's uh, coming out September 28th so I'm gonna go check that out and put that into my bookshelf so that I can grow as a leader here in my space I surround myself with people that are smarter than me but uh, I don't do that on a regular basis as far as having a mastermind group so I need to learn about that so that I can grow in my understanding and develop as a leader a technology leader a uh, you know school leader and the different things and spaces where I lead appreciate you D Josh and Danny thank you look forward to hearing your long live podcast bye Hey, PLN, September 8th, 2021. Today's my first fresh air at five walk in the rain in a long, long time. And so it's not even pouring rain really bad right now, but it's out, I'm wet. And uh, you know, it's fresh and refreshing to be out in the rain. So um, this morning as I'm walking, I listened to episode 56 of Overthrowing Education with Bathsheba Frankel. And the title of today's episode that I listened to was Challenge 
changing and changing the narrative in education. And she had on guest Charles Williams, who brings his perspective on equity and about student voice. And it's a fantastic episode to listen to. So I encourage you to go take a listen to episode 56 of Overthrowing Education with Bathsheba Frankel and Charles Williams. Thank you both of you for your authenticity in how you talk about curriculum and about textbooks. And you know, it's a place, there is a place for it, but there's a place for understanding what your class needs. And those class needs don't come out of a canned curriculum uh, probably most of the time. You can use that canned curriculum, but it's about providing relevance for why and what that is that is meeting the needs of your students. What kinds of things do they want to learn about as they're learning about history? Yes, there are certain things in our curriculum uh, that the Ministry of Education or, and school boards require us to impart to our students, but there's a whole lot of flexibility in how we get those results and what we do to assess our students' understandings. And also, talking about racism and equity, and you know, it's uh, challenging to uh, be able to face your own personal biases. And uh, you know, I am of a certain color and uh, ethnic background, but how do I bring my experience into my classroom or not as a teacher teaching in a predominantly white culture in my school? Um, we have our opportunities like Orange Shirt Day, Every Child Matters, and we need to keep doing things like that. Thanks so much. Happy. One more thing for September 8th, 2021. I just listened to episode 185 of House of EdTech with Chris Nessie as he brings us a power-packed, provocative, thoughtful episode of House of EdTech where we look at things such as student voice. We look at, and these are the things that I'm hearing, and I'm hearing that we need to be responsive to what's going on in our classroom space. We need to not do what is prescribed if what is prescribed is not meeting the needs of our students how do we take in you know assessments and you know collect responses from students how are we collaborative with our students what's the point of our students being collaborative with each other one of the things chris that i do with my students to do collaborative note taking is uh I, I show a video, like a small video, and uh, it, while we're watching that video, so that I make sure that everybody's engaged, I ask them to collaboratively take notes in a row in a table. The first column has their name and the second has their notes about the video. And so what I've got going on is all of my students in a Google Doc, the same Google Doc, and they can see each other's boxes growing. And I don't know how much stress that puts on them. I haven't asked them that question, but uh, I see that they type like crazy and they look at what each other's writing and they fill in the gaps of what they have for notes for that learning, that video learning that they're doing. I guess I could do the same thing if I was lecturing. I could have them take collaborative notes in a Google Doc. Um, I like the fact that Google Doc makes it so that we can see uh, the table growing. Uh, students can change their font, they can change their colors of their things, things like that to make it more personal for them. My students have 
you know, use those notes to, uh, for learning, for, for writing tests and for engaging in conversations. And so that's one of the things that I do to be collaborative. Appreciate you and what you're doing and bringing thoughts to us from the house of EdTech. Happy Wednesday. Talk to y'all later. Bye-bye. Hey, PLN, it is Thursday, September 9th, 2021, out for fresh air at 5 this morning, and it's a beautiful morning, cool still, and that's all good. It's nice and refreshing to get some fresh air. This morning, I listened to episode 70 of Sons of Technology podcast with Kyle and Joe as they brought us a discussion about collaborative spaces in your classroom and looking at things and tools such as the tools that we use and how we can use those collaboratively to have students learn about those tools. I like that idea about having students work on something that they, on content area that they know. The all about me idea or my favorites are. So things that they don't need to go out and learn about and research, it's things that they know and are aware of. So. Our classes are starting up next week, and I'll be thinking about how I can do some uh, icebreaker-type activities that are related to content, because an icebreaker in isolation, not tied to something that's useful later, I believe, as I listened to Shay and Pav talk about yesterday, are not great Are you going to be able to use whatever you're doing for your icebreaker later in the year? So teaching a tool and working through some of the icebreaker type things, would it be having a tour of Google Classroom? How and letting the students see some of the ways that you use Google Classroom in your classroom um, so that they can get a sense of what's coming and how to respond to things and how to add files and things like that. So that's, uh, yeah, Kyle and Joe, appreciate it. There's lots of great ideas that you had in here. Um, Kyle, thanks for sharing what you do in your math class. That's really important because I believe that students working together makes them smarter, faster, because it's not the teacher pouring that knowledge, but each other pouring knowledge into each other. Just like we're doing right now, right here with our podcasting. Happy day, guys. Happy day, all. Got one more thing later. Bye. One more thing for September 9th, 2021, continuing my thoughts about Sons of Technology episode 70 that I just listened to where Joe and Kyle talked about collaborative spaces in your classroom. Thinking back to my school experience going through high school and prior to that, you know, we would do collaborative activities, but it was called group work. And group work was something that those of us that are good at a subject didn't like because it took more effort to talk to a group and to collaborate with the group. But what I'm seeing today with approaches and attitudes towards group work in air quotes um, is that we can start doing group work earlier on and easier other than in projects. And when you do it in a project and you're taking, you know, students and forcing them into a situation, it, uh, it, it takes away from you know, their, uh, their independence 
and it doesn't they don't have the skills necessarily to do that group work and to collaborate and how to care for one another in a group so if we start small with group work in simple things like what's you and your partner's team name and working on something like that what's your partner's favorite chocolate bar and those kinds of things that we're getting together and discussing and producing some content together that is group work effectively so when we get to our bigger projects it is not as daunting so that's my thoughts continuing on with group work but starting small and formatively before we get to the summative larger projects for group work all right that's it have a great day talk to you later bye Friday, September 10th, 2021. This morning, it is dark. It's gonna get darker, will stay darker longer on my walks in the morning because we're approaching uh, fall equinox and eventually winter, And but then it'll start get lighting, getting lighter again uh, in like, I don't know, April. <laughs> so yes, uh, it's good to get out this morning, go for a walk. End of the first week of my uh, week of school and it's been a very full and rich uh, week of uh, opportunities and tasks and repairing broken links in my online courses and meeting with teachers that I haven't seen for all summer and it's been really good to get back into the saddle so I'm thankful for that and looking forward to going to work today and also tomorrow as I head up country to go fishing so I'm looking forward to that all right this morning on my first segment of fresh air at five episode 36 uh, that'll be coming out uh, later today this evening um, I listened to myself talk with George Koros on George's innovators mindset podcast on the short segment called three questions with educators that inspire and uh, I was privileged to be a guest on, jo on George's podcast so thanks George for having me and uh just uh, the work that you're doing to draw the educator and humans out of the people that you engage with at conferences and, and keynotes and just on social media with the work you do with your blog. So big shout out to George Koros and uh, you should take a listen uh, because George is doing great stuff and I just happened to be able to cross paths with him on his podcast recently. So looking forward to hearing the long version. Um, it was a lot of fun to record in the summer. So thanks and happy Friday to you all. Something else to listen to coming right up. Bye. And uh, three questions with George that he asked me. Uh, I want to give shout outs to Chris Nessie, John Rollins, Brad Hutchinson, and Frank Ruffle. There you go, shout outs. More thing for September 10th, 2021. I just listened to the Ignite EdTech podcast with Craig Kemps out of Singapore. And thank you, Craig, for your another episode, episode number 63. And on this episode, you asked the question and shared some resources on how we can connect with families and parents um, to you know make sure that they're connected to their, their their child's learning that we do with them. And so it's if you need some ideas. 
ideas on how to do that, you don't have it down, uh, take a listen to Craig's thoughts on this because, uh, you know, we need to keep it simple. We don't need to complicate it. If we make it complicated, it gets cumbersome. And if it gets cumbersome, we drop it and then we don't do it. So that's uh, my reflection on that. And I'm going to start this year for the first time an Instagram uh, page uh, so for my class so I can share some of our work like a bulletin board, um, but also just being communicative with parents through Google Classroom email systems. So that's what I'm going to be doing. All right. You also had Yuritsa Volaba, uh, who is, congratulations, Yuritsa, on your new vice principalship at a high school in Brooklyn. And uh, that's a milestone for you because you've been striving for that. And hearing your backstory again, I think I've heard you previously on some other podcasts. You talked about coming to America and uh, how you and your brothers and sisters had to come home from school and teach your mom about American culture and English and so that she could learn because she was an immigrant uh, with you uh, in the house. And so it was, uh, you were all immigrants. And so that's uh, that's great to see you progress and to be where you are and making a difference in young people's lives that come from places of struggle. So keep up the good work and uh, keep making a difference in your space. Thanks, Craig. Talk to you. Bye. One last thing for September 10th, 2021. Kelly Croy just brought us an inspirational and an informative discussion that he uh, had has as a presentation that he put into his podcast. Thank you, Kelly, for sharing with us Vanquishing the Myth of the Digital Native. And, you know, we've got uh, our students that have grown up with the Internet as part of what happens. They have no experience without the internet in their lives. Well, I mean, they have experiences, but it's been there since they were born. Whereas you and I, Kelly, my goodness, have grown up without the internet and those shiny devices in our schools that were reserved for the smart kids and those that were um, advancing. And uh, those of us that might have needed them didn't get them and uh, didn't get to touch them. I feel your pain, man. That's uh, a tandy, tandy, computer in the math class that you didn't even get to touch in school. I I just hope that we don't take our iPads and Chromebooks and PCs and cameras and technology and put them in the glass showcase for the smart kids. We got to get them into the hands of all the kids because all the kids have something to share. Um, Just if you take a listen to uh, my daily from yesterday or later on this podcast, Kelly, um, I talk with, uh, I, I talked about Tim Stevenson talking with Paul Rosselli, who is a entrepreneur, ecotourism guy, and he struggled in school and hated school, but he's making a difference in the world and down in the Amazon and talking about... Um, Uh, jungle keepers and so we don't know the difference that we're going to make in our students so make sure you're making the best difference that you possibly can an informative thought and I remember the concept of the digital native and the digital immigrant a paper that I read when I was in teacher college uh, back in 2008 and it just was like wow you know these kids are digital natives and I'm an immigrant because I didn't grow up with this not so much we're all immigrants and we're all in permanent beta. Keep up the good work, Kelly. Happy Friday to you. And-
Thanks for listening to episode 36 of Fresh Air at Five. This episode, I brought to you a bunch of discussions and thoughts about authentic education and the importance that that we have uh, to bring education to be a relevant and experiential thing to our students and not some curriculum that comes out of a book. You can use curriculum, but you better make it your own because otherwise it's just curriculum. Doesn't matter, doesn't mean much, but if you can take and show how that curriculum is connected to things that happen in your life, you can also show the students that it makes a difference in their lives. All right, thanks so much. Like, subscribe, um, pass along my podcast to others that you haven't uh, shared it with. If you would, I'd appreciate that and keep up the good work and happy Friday to you. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. As my one word for 2021 is appreciate, I appreciate you giving me a listen as I've created this podcast experience for you. It's a unique Blinkist or Coles Notes version of the content I take in, like a highlight reel so that you can hopefully find other interesting podcasts you may not have considered before. I've recorded the specific podcast episodes in the show notes for your learning convenience. Please subscribe so you don't miss any of my upcoming episodes. And if you enjoy this podcast and its format, share it with someone else. Tweet about your experience or give it a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. Fresh Air at 5 can also be found on Voice Ed Radio. Your voice is right here and on the Education Podcast Network. Podcast for educators, podcast by educators. I hope you have a fantastic day and get some fresh air before the day is out. And take care of yourself because you're worth it.